Yo, what's good? Welcome back to another episode of the Henny Nights Podcast. I'm your host, your brother, Jay White. First things first, the podcast is coming to you live from Kazi Society in the heart of downtown St. Louis. Kazi Society is a one-stop shop for all your multimedia needs. If you ever thought about starting a podcast, come to Kazi Society. If you need a space for your event, come to Kazi Society. Shout out to Jamie, Black-owned and owned by a black woman, and with it being uh, Women's Month. Women's History Women's Month. History Month. Yeah. And yesterday being International Women's Day. Got it. You know, I wanted to shout that out at the beginning of the podcast for sure. Also, podcast merch, always in the link in the show notes of the podcast. So if you want a crew neck, V-neck, you want a, a mask to, got, to uh, protect you from that hot chest, I got you. Um, hoodies, whatever, it's all there. You know, and 314 Day is coming up. So if you want to go ahead and support your brother, go ahead and make sure you get the podcast merch from the link in the show notes. Also, make sure that you listen to, subscribe, and rate the podcast on any other digital streaming platforms that you're listening to it on. So that could be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Buzzsprout, Libsyn, um, what else? Pandora, Google Podcasts, bunch of them. Whatever you're listening to it on, make sure you rate the show because it helps with the visibility as well. Now, as you can tell by the voice in the background, well, not in the background because she's, she's on the same level as me. So she's not, I'm not hiding her from the world. <laughs> um, I will let her introduce herself because uh, I am bad at those for the most part. So I'll allow her to introduce herself to you, you all. Okay. I'm Kyra. I am a mama. I'm a doula, <laughs> a full spectrum doula. So I work with women from pre-pregnancy all the way through, you know, it could be a year after they have their baby. Um, I'm a stay-at-home baby mama. <laughs> <laughs> so I just take care of my baby <sighs> Cool and this is why have more I, babies. this is why I wanted to start the podcast when we got to this point. <laughs> For one, she tried to say I'm not, we not best friends. Um, I'm a better friend than you. How? So this is what happened, right? You called me out on being a subpar friend, and I made a vigilant effort to be a better friend. Mm -hmm. And I think that let you off the hook. It didn't friendship. let me off of anything. James, the only time you've contacted me in the last month was when you called me by accident. And that's really the last, like, two, three months. Okay, so what should the communication be like then? Because like, I just had clearly I got, Hi, how are you? Are you okay? So I don't, so I don't, so I didn't check on you? Like, in, in the midst of your newfound motherhood? Newfound motherhood? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you may have texted me once. Like, when wow. I first had the baby. Like, no, are you serious? Hold on, bro. All right, <laughs> do you need to scroll through your text? I mean, which is oh, fine. you know, I'm good for that though. People are busy, and so I ex I absolutely expect people to move on with their lives without me <laughs> because I'm a mom, and that's so, what people do. So they that, move on that's without a, you. Such a mom thing to say. But people really do move, move on, on without, without you. Without you, well, yeah, they do, but and that's, that's okay. not the case though. But that's really okay though. That's not the case. It's okay. Um, and then I forgive you. When I accidentally, wow, I'm in the wrong? I was in the wrong when it was reversed. So, yes, you're wrong. Oh, so is this you, like, now that I'm it's kind of flipped? Now that it's kind of flipped, you're like, oh, I'm going to jump all on this nigga back. No, is I'm that what this is? Accountable. Nobody wants to hear I'm a sensational nigga. friend. It's okay. I, I, I can take that. I will admit that. Okay, I could probably like reach out a little bit more, whatever you know. It's okay. You you are still a person. I even am. Though you I'm have... a person first. Exactly. Mamas are people too. Yes, that's that's and the we point talk I was about getting stuff to. Like other than being mamas too. Yes, you and you, you know we were tight or whatever. So if I've been lacking, I apologize. Wow, I'm so happy this is like on the record. I apologize. That's I an will... apology on the record. Bruh, there's Are you going to, like, delete this? I, I keep text threads. So, like, I can go back and see if I apologize in the text thread and stuff like that. Okay. So, okay. 
Yeah, you got now you got it on on apology accepted on wax. I apologize. I had to come all the way down here just to talk to my friend. Don't do that. Don't do that because you reached out to me about starting your own podcast. I did, and I told you, you know what? Pull up. I got you. And I basically said okay. Uh, you were hesitant. Well, because I don't, I can't really control the things I say, and so I didn't want to like say nothing crazy. <laughs> You know, I have a brand these days, so I have to be careful. Oh, but, I mean, I just, like I told you. But I your just brand told, is you. It is, and I just told them to shut the fuck up a few days ago. Well, a few weeks ago. So, I think everybody knows, like, who I am as a person. I cuss in birth all the time, so. Okay. No problem. So, Kyra. Yes. What high school did you go to? Well, I went to Hazelwood Central first. Mm. And I got in a bit of trouble. And mm, they asked my mama. Um, Just a dash If I could go to Hazelwood East If you could go Why wouldn't you be able to go? Um, well, just if she was comfortable with that Because oh. my other option was to be expelled oh. So, oh, out of the district Yeah Ooh. They weren't going to expel me They had messed up They weren't going to expel me But then I went to Hazelwood East I graduated from Hazelwood East Criminal mm. I'm not a criminal <laughs> I've never been charged with the mm. crime Let's see. Let's look her up on uh, STL mugshots, shall we? You will not find a mugshot <laughs> for me. You will. I think not. mine is finally gone. Is it? I think so. That's fortunate. Yeah. You I mean, deserve. I was on there for some bullshit. I know you deserve. But. I would usually say once a criminal, always a criminal. But you technically weren't a criminal. No, not at all. No. But I think mine is finally gone. So, okay. So, what is a doula? A doula. Okay. A doula is a And how many person. of them are there? So I'm going to answer that when <laughs> I got a really good answer for that. So a doula is a support person. So we, that's it. It's just support person, right? We can support you during pre-pregnancy when you're trying to um, heal your body to get ready to have a baby. We can help you during fertility. Like if you're doing IVF treatments, I literally will go hold your hand. Um, we get you prepared for labor. We attend your labor. We help you throughout there advocating for your safety. Um, and then we can also help you during postpartum. Not all doulas do everything. Some doulas just pick a spot and stay in and I do everything. I'm about to say, are you a doula that I do I do literally everything (laughs) from um pre pregnancy all the way to um I used to be a nanny before I had a baby and um my specialty was sleep training, so but I can't do that anymore because I have a baby I got to be at home with. So, mm-hmm. um, which is funny because I haven't done any sleep training with him. Um, but to answer your second question, <laughs> how many doulas are there? There are not enough. Mm. Is my best answer. Um, there are a lot of doulas. It's trendy right now to become a doula. Um, so you will see some people phase out. I hope the majority of them stay in. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Jama Birth Village right here in St. Louis that is training a bunch of doulas. I think it's like 300 and some doulas that they're looking to train. So you can never have enough doulas, especially black doulas. The maternal mortality rate is high for black women. So um, any support and help that you can get through that process, we need more always. Okay. So what led you to becoming a doula? Like there's something... Not necessarily traumatic happen, or did you just see like a a lack of representation, or did you see a void or something like that, or something happened to you where you're like, I didn't like the way That's that went it was. down. It was so, so I was doing corporate training, and I was training the system they use at um in all the hospitals, doctors' offices. So I was, and my specialty was stork, which is labor and delivery. So I would work in hospitals. And I would see the way that labor and delivery nurses treated their patients. And I've got to say, it's not all labor and delivery nurses. I'm talking about specifically the ones I was working with at that time. Mm-hmm. And I saw the way that they talked to and talked about their patients. And I was like, man, one plus one is not equaling two in here. So I went home. The very first thing I ever Google searched was bad labor and delivery nurses. Like I had no idea about the maternal mortality rate, nothing. Like I didn't know anything about it. And then I started learning about the maternal mortality rate, especially for black women. I was like, oh, so the way y'all act, y'all are here killing people. Like, that's the result of your disdain for women, especially black women. And so I was like, well, what can I do to get into the field? And so the first thing I saw was a midwife. 
Um, and that requires you to go to school. You have to do get some schooling for that. So I wanted something I could like jump in with. And so that's something you could, it's a shorter training span for a doula. It's like, oh, I can do that. And then I had left that training job. I was doing another training job. Got mad one day, called a girl bald head on the way out the door, quit my job, <laughs> which anybody who knows me knows I will quit a job in a heartbeat. Like, don't play with me because I'm not going to play with you. Called the girl bald head on the way out and went to a training two weeks later and never looked back. Nice. Was she bald head for real? She was bald head. She had, um, I was still a trainer and she had missed a day of training, two days of training. She said she was sick, but she came back with a new hairdo. And I said, well, she had to get her hair done because she was bald head. She couldn't come in here any other way. <laughs> she had really upset me. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> in my defense, she had really upset me. Like, she got me there before I said that about her. And I left, and I never looked back, and I have no regrets. And that was what? Like, I feel like that was like three, four years ago. That was No, that was 2019. So was that two years ago? Three. Yeah. What year is this? 2021. Thank you. Yeah, so Mama, two years Mama ago. Brain. Is that what that was? Yes. <laughs> Mama Brain is real. I like. I don't have comprehension skills. Like, I can read something and I have to read it again. Like, if you mm. would have sent me, like, questions to get ready, I couldn't have done that. Like, I would look at the questions. So I did you a favor. It's like, it's a sketch on a piece of paper. <laughs> like, I have no idea. I'm working on it. It's happening. Okay. So you said you're uh, a brand spanking new baby mama. I am um, a stay-at-home baby mama. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. Brand spanking new stay-at-home baby mama. Yes. That, you know, when it's safe, would like to get in these streets. Um, <laughs> that is true. So, Mama got to have a life, too. <laughs> how was your journey with having your own baby? Um, and I, uh, it kind of goes into my next question. But first, like, how was that? It was process. Okay. Um, I didn't have any major health issues that can come along when you're pregnant. So that part was okay. Um, at the very end, I had a lot of swelling. So I was basically immobile for the end of my pregnancy. I couldn't drive myself anywhere. Like my ankles were so swollen, I couldn't like move the gas pedal or anything. So that was rough. Um, and having a baby is kind of like getting hit by a truck. Um but, like, the truck get off you. It hits you, but you walk away. You're like Iron Man. Like, it hits you, you roll down the street, and then you get up and you're okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was okay, though. So, you was okay. You was like, it was okay. Right. I'd do it again. Yo, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I you would do it, it again. <laughs> like, how many more? Like, how many more times? Uh, Just one. I'm 32, so. Oh. Like, was that always, like, no. your, your limit? Like, I only want two? Did you want any? Period. I didn't. Okay. No, you know I didn't. Let's start there. Did you want any? <laughs> no, I didn't want any. Um, I didn't want any children. I I love my parents. Um, we have healed ourselves in my old age, but we really had some issues. Like I had a traumatic childhood in a lot of ways. Um, like I didn't get abused or anything like that. But my dad was in jail. My sister was sick. So my mama was really hyper focused on that. So I just had like a really traumatic childhood and so I didn't know if I could give a child what they needed Mm -hmm. and so I didn't want to have a baby for the very longest and even when I found out I was pregnant yeah I'm not gonna say that because he can hear this one day (laughs) he can come back and listen yeah but let's just say I found out I was pregnant at the beginning of a pandemic yeah and everything was I'm sure that was like the fuck yeah yeah yeah. And that's a good thing. That's another thing, too. You had a baby in the middle of a pandemic, which I I'm did. sure was like batshit bash crazy. It was batshit crazy. Yeah. Even like just going to appointments was crazy. You mm-hmm. know, um, he never got to go to an appointment with me. He could only go to um, the anatomy scan, which is halfway through your pregnancy. But before and after that, he was not allowed so to So you come. was by yourself. I was by myself all the time. And even once I got to labor and delivery, I could only have him and my doula. So my mother wasn't there, um, which is fine because I didn't really want her there, um, which she understands that. Um, but my auntie, <laughs> For reasons. my auntie who was like a mother, she couldn't come. My friends, like nobody it was just me and him um, and my doula. And then in postpartum, it was just me and him. And we still have dogs at home. So I was by myself a lot of times. Oh, yeah. She she birthed dogs. 
<laughs> as well. Well, you, well, you I helped. assisted. You I assisted. do. I'm a doggy doula too. You're a doggy doula too. I did. So but that we, was before the pandemic. That wasn't. She actually got pregnant the day. Yeah. She. Wait a minute. Because. Uh, Chantel got a. Uh, yeah, one so of the she dogs. did it once before. But that was know, right before. That yeah, was right yeah, before. We yeah, got rid of all the dogs right before yeah. the pandemic. And then my yeah. dog got pregnant again the mm. day I had my baby. Mm. Like while we were gone in the hospital. That was like, she was, mm, they, they knocked gone. the gate down and had a good time. Mm, got it. <laughs> and I didn't even know she was pregnant for quite some time. Because like you just found out like a month or so ago, didn't you? Dogs are pregnant for 60 days. Uh, from the day I figured out she was pregnant to the day she had the puppies was about 10 days. So I had no time to prepare, and I had a newborn baby. So what, you just walked downstairs and was like, the yes. fuck? Like- Listen, so I walked downstairs. Um, I'm going to the laundry room, and I could hear her scratching at the door. So I, like, I just went to go visit her for a second, and I look at her, and her teeth were swollen. And I was like, oh, y'all got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what I said. And like, I text my boyfriend. I was like, Khaleesi is pregnant. He's like, no, she's not. I was like, nigga. Come look now. And he came and looked. He was like, oh, fuck. So I'm sitting there with my baby in my arm. Like, it's too late for her to get an abortion because dogs can get abortions. That's really common with dogs if they get pregnant by accident. Did not know that. Um, Like, super duper common. Um, And I just like, okay, well, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess I got to do this again. So I supported her through last time she had 11, this time she had 10. Um. So, yeah, I'm a doggy doula, too. I guess I should have said that in my intro. Yeah. yeah that's a the salt. Little razzle-dazzle. Little razzle-dazzle, the, the seasoning on top. She little razzle-dazzle She can help people. you deliver puppies as I well. I can. So, um, and then knowing certain things from doula, I get doula training, is that what you mm-hmm. call it? Doula training um, help you with the child birthing process in the middle of this pandemic like no none of it listen helped? let me tell you something so i won't say the organization because you had well you had a doula but i still. know but i won't say the organization names i still technically belong to them and i haven't decided if i'm going to get recertified and like you literally can't say anything bad about them ever or they will snatch your certification hmm. but Sounds um like my training was very white and very um it did not prepare me to work with my community at all. And I had a wonderful trainer, but you know what you know and you don't what you know. Okay. Um, and so I was not prepared at all. So I did a lot of self-training. So I guess my self-training prepared me a lot for my pregnancy. Um, my doula, I used more to help Nate than to help myself, like educating him on different things. Because, you know, sometimes men don't listen to you, but they'll listen to somebody else. So. She did a lot of his education. Um, so my own self-training and my experience from working with clients definitely helped me get ready. Um, so your trainer was white? She was. <clears throat> so with, oh, shit. All right. She was white. The organization is I don't want white. you to get your shit snatched. In from, oh. I don't want you to get your shit snatched <laughs> from this cult. So I'm going to try to, it like. Is. Oh, my God. That is a very good. Like, listen, they had the, the uh. We had these big summits every year. And the last summit is like with the most diverse panel ever. And it was like an Asian lady. Mm. And that's it. That's what they. It, it was the most that's, diverse panel that's ever. It's a typical blueprint. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just pick one. They put them in a hat. Let's see what we get. Oh, yeah, Asian and woman. That'll be I, it. I just think it's socially irresponsible because black women have the highest maternal mortality rate in this country. And it's, so would you, you don't have a single black woman on your panel. So would you just take? I mean, I'm I'm I'm. This is an assumption. I could be wrong, but you would just take what Catherine taught you, and then bring it home, and then like Google's. Okay, how does this apply to like black women? Like, would you? Is that so, is that typically what like doula training? And this is almost all doula trainings are a weekend, like so one, Friday. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, and then you're literally let loose. Sound like um, <laughs> you can get, you can definitely find mentors. And I found a mentor through the National okay. um, Black Doula Association, but that was some months after I had um, been a doula. But when I left out of there, knowing what I knew before I came into doula training, I was like, man, I'm not ready. 
Right. So you, what, I just did you a lot of training. Yeah. I did a lot of self-training. Three days. Like. I read a lot. I read yeah. like book after book after book. Like until I felt like I could walk into a birth and make an impact. Yes. Because like you learn the physical comfort measures, which is good for working with white clients um, to learn the physical part of being a doula. But some of that mental and emotional part and that, that academic part of it, mm-hmm. I had to teach myself that. Okay. That sucks. It's not like because it's not cheap. I, I don't. I wasn't assuming <laughs> very, it was. It's very expensive. It's just disheartening to know that, like, you know, the person. That, I mean, okay, the person that trains you doesn't look like you. All right, mm-hmm. so be it. But then to also look around and see, like, there's nobody that looks like me and could share in the experiences that black women go through can be disheartening Mm -hmm. and the fact that you even was like nah i'm gonna continue to push out and i'm sure the you finding your mentor that wasn't just some information that was readily available like you had to go look for that no i so when i was finished i was very dissatisfied with my experience um and just like not feeling prepared i liked my trainer she was very very nice i'm not gonna take none from her on that um but I needed I needed more, and so I just started googling like stuff about black doulas, right? Because that wasn't where I started, right? Um, and I had already known about Jama Birth Village, and they just so happened to not have a training for like four months, and I needed to get trained then because I had quit my job. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, dang, you know. And she wasn't taking any, you know, mentees at the time. So I found the St. Louis Doulas of Color, um, and then I found the National Black Doula Association. And it just so happens when I joined the National Black Doula Association, they were open for mentees okay. for different people. And so I got a good mentor who could, like, teach me stuff and teach me how to run a business, mm. um, a doula business, because black doulas don't make enough money at all, ever. Pay your doula if you get one. Um, and so I just went from there, and she taught me a ton. And now I have, like, my own mentees that are doulas. Oh, look at you. You know, I do what I can for the kids. Gang, gang. <laughs> Got a little gang, gang. Yeah. I mean, you we it has to be a network. We have to stick together. It's hard to make money as a doula. It's even harder. Every time another doula gets trained, it, get, it gets harder and harder. But I would rather work for free and end the maternal mortality crisis than get paid. And we still out here dying. Mm-hmm. So speaking of that... um, what are some of the things that upset you in regards to like childbirth and, re- and particularly when it comes to, like you were saying, physicians and how they would treat black women during pregnancy? Like, what are some of the things that you found? Because you said you, you worked for an organization where you saw some of that firsthand, but I'm sure you also found other bits of information. So what are like some of the things that like the very first thing is they think black women are stupid. Mm-hmm. They think that we are un and undereducated. It does not matter how much money you go in the room with because they almost kill Serena. They almost kill Beyonce. So it don't matter how much money you go into that room with. They think that you are uneducated. They think that you don't know, you know, what's going on with your body. Um, they don't trust you. They don't trust you to be able to advocate for yourself and they don't care. Um, they still learn things in med school that are detrimental to us. Like we don't feel pain. And all kind of stuff, you know, that they learn. Almost everything they've found in gynecology came from a black woman who they operated on with no medication, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what they learn. That's what's in their textbooks now today. It's not just like hearsay from doctors. It's what's still in their textbooks. So that's probably the first thing that like pisses me off, even as a doula, having my choices challenged. And I have a black doctor. So when I'm with her, she's great. But you got to be with your doctor all the time because whoever else is there will not listen to you. Mm. Um, So that would probably be the biggest thing that upsets me. Um, The other thing is them pushing unnecessary medical procedures on people. Mm. Um, So you have standard procedures and you have mandatory things. And they will present something that's standard, it's mandatory, and it's not. Like one thing's being like cervix exam. So you know what cervix exam is? Cervix exam? Mm -hmm. When they look at your... They don't look. What do they do? They take their fingers. 
and they jam them all the way up to your cervix. So you have your vaginal canal all the way in the back. It's a little little, little circle about this big. Okay. 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 And inside that is a pinhole. Yeah. And they jam their fingers all the way up to find out how far along you're dilated. That's standard procedure. Most people don't realize cervix exams are unnecessary. Mm. And so you just, you end up feeling violated because it hurts. It's not, uh, unless your doctor has really long fingers, it's very uncomfortable. But you don't know. A lot of women don't know that. And they tell you it's standard. And, oh, we have to do this to see how far along you are. It's unnecessary. Truly unnecessary. Um, Inductions. Inductions are a really big thing. Doctors like to push inductions because they... um, Want to get paid, first of all. So your doctor only gets paid their full fee if they deliver your baby. Okay. So if a resident delivers your baby, if somebody else from their practice delivers your baby, then they don't get paid their full fee. So the only way to mitigate that is for them to schedule an induction. Well, inductions lead to C-sections. Not all the time, but most of the time. Because babies can't handle it. They don't tell you that going in. They say, oh, we're just going to induce you. You'll have your baby tonight. Yeah, in a C-section room, in a surgery that now is going to cost you and your insurance an additional $40,000. Mm-hmm. So those probably be the two biggest things that, like, piss me off. <laughs> like, get me fired, fired up. Did, like, they, did anybody, any of your physicians or anybody that you were dealing with try to push that shit on you? Yes. And you went full knuck if you buck on them? No, I didn't. So... My last doctor. She's shaking the table. My last doctor's appointment before I had my baby um, was the day before my water broke. And my doctor was out, so I had to see this other man who works in the office, this white man. And he did a cervix exam. The only reason I let him do it is because my swelling was so bad that I knew that I was going to get to a dangerous place. And you don't want to develop preeclampsia. So I knew I was getting to a dangerous place. So I wanted to see just like, Am I, is my body at all getting ready, mm. right? And so that was the only first and last cervical exam I got. And he was like, oh, your baby's still really high. Uh, you're probably going to need a C-section. Mm. Like, I'm not even in labor yet. I have no, no markers for getting a C-section. He was like, yeah, usually first-time babies are engaged by now. Your baby's not engaged. I was due the next week. <laughs> and I just looked at him. I said, No. And I got up, pulled my panties up, and I left. Not you say it like that. I know I did. I did. It was like a really bad sexual experience. I was like, no. no. And I got up and I left, and my water broke the very next day, and I had my baby two days later. Mm. I was in labor for a long time. Maybe two days later. Hmm. Without a C-section And it just so happened he was on call that weekend, so he came to do my stitches because my baby barreled out. Um, and so when he walked in the room, I held my baby up like fucking Simba. He's like, look, I did it. I didn't need a C-section. Like, probably fuck. like the fuck. <laughs> he did. He's like, oh, there's no trophy. I said, huh, I got one. Like I was upset. And then they gave me morphine to stitch me up and everybody was my friend after that. Because mm. you was going to shake some shit. I was. Yeah. I was ready to, but they uh, the nurse was like, no, no, no. I'm going to give you the morphine. You need it. And I was like, no, I'm fine. You can just stitch me up. She was like, no, no, no. <laughs> Which I'm happy they didn't. I had I had to get some pretty reckless stitches. So, uh, Yikes. Okay. Yeah. I'm squirming right now. Oh, if I told but you, it is you what one, it of, is. one of them was, <laughs> I have to tell you because it's so like <laughs> uncommon to get it. I had to get a stitch right under my clitoris. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was rough. It was, it's okay. I mean, it healed just fine. At some fine. point, I got to deal with this, right? Because I, I plan on. Not all women get stitches. I had to get stitches per- because I couldn't move a lot during labor. I was still immobile because my swelling had gotten even worse when I was in labor. Um, So I could barely walk. I labored in the shower for like a day and a half. Um, but my baby barreled out. So you got this thing's called a fetal ejection reflex, right? It's when you don't have to push. So you know in the movie, you say, one, two, three, push. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to do this shit. Your body will do it for you. Okay. But he just barreled out and it just <laughs> I'm, told, a, told I'm, a, I'm imagining some shit off a of family guy, like Stewie tumbling down the stairs and like, which when you say barreling out, he just yeah. come. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. He was out. They were like, push. I faked it. 
Yeah. I faked my pushes. I was like, <laughs> so you knew, like, yo, he's yeah. just gonna come flying out. No, I I was about to get an epidural. I had gave in. I was so upset. Oh, you was at that point. I was. You was at the I breaking couldn't point. do it. I had been a night before, a day and a half. I was done. And then um, the the nurse went out to get the anesthesiologist, and I was like, wait, my body's pushing. So baby daddy pushed the button, got him back in the room. They came flying in the room. They. They had just barely got me together because they had to drop the table so you don't bleed on the table. So they dropped the table and they were like, okay, now push. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. Like, I, I really did push like that. I couldn't push. I couldn't, I couldn't control it. You didn't have the energy. I couldn't control it. Energy, yeah. It wasn't even that. I just couldn't control it. So it's fine. Okay. He's here now. Yeah. I love him just the same. You know, he yeah. told me down. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was what I was saying was, I mean, at some point, like, it might not be that, like, stitch above the clitoris serious, but at some point, you know, I got to know these things. Like, this is a possibility. Daddy so, James. So, okay. Um, all right. So, you just said you went on, you told motherfuckers to shut the fuck up on Facebook the other day. What are some things that you wish the general public understood more about childbirth or caring for a child or just the process in general? Doctors be lying. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, I th- I'm pretty sure like we, we're gathering like motherfuckers be capping. So. No, like that that is the thing. And people be like, well, my pediatrician said, my pediatrician said, my pediatrician said. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Most pediatricians are not breastfeeding friendly. Right, okay. um, because they are in cahoots with um, formula companies, so they're not breastfeeding friendly. So if you have an, any non-standard situation, they're gonna tell you to stop breastfeeding and get formula. Um, they are not required to take infant nutrition classes, nursing class, anything. They're not required to do none of that. So they'll tell you some stuff, and it's just not the truth. Mm. And people, um, you should be able to believe and trust your doctor. Right, and when you can't. Um, you don't know you can't. And so then you get people who tell you alternate information like, no, don't do that. That's dangerous. And you get mad because it's like, well, my doctor said this and you feel like you should trust your doctor. So people get really defensive about that. So that would be my second thing. It's like, I want people to know it's okay to do things differently than your parents did, than your grandparents did. Um, The infant mortality rate is for black babies is 10.8 per 1,000 live births. Mm. Right? That's a lot of babies. The um, national average is 5.7. So we're almost double the national average. So it's like something that we're doing, something we have done, is not right. It's okay to do different things. It's okay to do new things. Um, And then just know, like, nobody's perfect. So you're going to fuck up. A baby going to survive, hopefully. (laughs) Um, And it's okay. Like, ask for help. Ask people you can trust for help. Ask um, other mothers for help. And if you know that something they're telling you is not best practice, then don't do it. And find somebody else to ask. Hire a doula. Yes. <laughs> hire a doula. Hire, hire Kyra. What's the name of your like doula? Oh, Divine Flower Child. Divine Gang Gang. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the Divine um, Flower Gang Gang. Okay. And then I would also want people to know... That uh, kids don't ask to be here. Hallelujah. They do not ask to be here. So yeah. it is your duty to protect them, to respect them, to take care of them. They did not come and ask you to be here. And one day they're going to know what sex is and they're going to know that you made a choice. So make the right one. Mm. Shouldn't have babies so recklessly. And people going to be mad at me for that, but. Mm. That's the thing. People get mad when you say that you shouldn't have babies. Well, if people take shit personal. And I don't know. give a fuck no more. Like, once I got on that live and I said, y'all could shut the fuck up, like, I think all of my caring went out the window and I got, like, four new clients that day. I was like, all right. Speaking your truth. Speaking it. Look at that. Look how that worked. Got clients off of that. You have to. Because it's a lot of misinformation out here. And the bottom line is, once we get through, like, all the social media drama we get through all of the interpersonal drama. We get through, he said this, well, I want to do this, so it's my baby. I could do whatever I want to. Mamas die, babies die. 
more black babies and more black mamas than anybody else. So mm-hmm. something we doing is wrong. That's the bottom line. I don't I don't give a fuck about your feelings. I care if your baby survive. I care if you survive. If that means I got to do some tough love, if I got to if we got to butt head some, I'm okay with that. Mm. I'm okay if if you pissed off at me but the next time you about to put cereal on your baby's bottle, you like, "Man, damn, she said this a choking hazard." That stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm cool with that. I'm okay. Yeah. I want it to be in the back of your head. Like, I'm okay with that. Make them second guess. Yeah. And I I mean, we have to do it because mm. nobody is going to save us. And that goes for birth, everything, everything for black people. Ain't nobody going to save us but us. Mm. So we got to, like, end the, the interpersonal conflict with each other. Like, you ain't got to say shit to me nice. If I'm doing something that's dangerous for my baby, you do not have to sugarcoat it for me. Like, hey, you know that's dangerous? Don't do that. I'm like... Thank you. Oh my God. Thank you. But you know, some people think they're above reproach. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, that's the the whole entire problem in general. Just the way that everything is done is just outdated. It the, is. The bl- bl- blueprints are old. They're tired. You know what's crazy? So, so you have the American, um, it's AAP. It's the Association of American Pediatrics. Either switch American and Association. I don't know which order they go in, but it's the AAP, right? Okay. They come out every year with all of these guidelines, right? Mm-hmm. It's in the guidelines. They know motherfuckers ain't going to go and read a 102-page document. But they summarize it on their website, right? Mm-hmm. But your doctor, your pediatrician is not required to read that. Okay. They're not required to stay up to date. And I was speaking with um, an infant nutritionist last week, and she was saying how pediatric um, pediatricians get away with so much because all they're doing for the most part is making suggestions. Mm. And so if I suggest to you, oh, well, your baby's not sleeping, give them cereal, right? And your baby chokes and something happens, you can't sue me. I didn't make you do it. I didn't write a prescription. I didn't give you a diagnosis. Right. And so they get away with it. So they don't have to stay up to date. It's a cold world, man. It's a very cold world. It's a cold world. I did not. I clearly didn't know any of this, but hmm. you know that's what I'm here for to educate people. So, in regards to not knowing any of this, what is um something as as far as um like partner, right, man or woman? You know, I'm being mm-hmm. in, I'm being inclusive here. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as a partner, what can a partner do to help with like the process educate yourself educate yourself period period the information is out there you got to find it Mm -hmm. um even if it's most of my consultations are with partners right um which is just hey i got like 20 questions can i book some time with you to ask you questions do that find somebody who can teach you things who can teach you some of those keywords to know during labor so that when things are happening, you can be in the conversation and not outside of it. Um, and to listen to your partner. Like, pregnancy is difficult. Postpartum is harder. Mm-hmm. Um, listen to your partner. Like, people think that women exaggerate a lot during pregnancy, but it's not an exaggeration. Like, that shit is awful sometimes. Labor can be awful. Postpartum is the most confusing thing that I've ever had to go through in my life. And I didn't have postpartum depression, but just figuring me out again, figuring out how your body work again is bizarre. Cause it's not the same. Your body won't ever be the same. You can get a new body. That's great. And I'm not just talking about like the way it looks. I'm talking about the way it feels, but like listen to your partner, pay attention, um, learn the signs of postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, postpartum rage, and, like, don't be afraid to say, hey, you need help. Because a lot of partners, um, they're afraid to say something. But it's like you're not helping if you're not saying nothing. And this can be detrimental to this this person's life and your child's life. So educate yourself about everything. You can't learn too much. There you go. So I know who to call when I'm finally be like, yo. I'm going to have to refer you out. <laughs> like, yo. I got a referral for you. Don't it's worry. A little I know who I'm going to send you to. It's a little Jay White about to come into the world. Um, 
Help. You're going to be like 40. I'm, I am I am cool with being the old dad. But so are you going to like start dating like significantly younger women or? Um, whoever. Me, we could have babies in our 30s and 40s. Yeah. That shit ain't popping. Uh, That's why I said one more baby and I am done. Like uh, the older you get, the harder it is on your body. Well, I don't want like a whole fucking football team. I mean, just one. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not undermining what you're saying. You know, I just, if I get one, I'm cool with that. If I, the most I've wanted was three. Me. You gonna do it back to back? I would have to, right? Well, I wouldn't have to. I'm so I, against back to back babies. You, you're against? I just want to like go on record saying babies need all they love. Oh, so you feel and like so you're taking away. Up. Don't double them up. You, you got, you can't, cause then people, they have a two year old, have another baby, expect that two year old to act like a 10 year old. Like, just take your time. It's okay. You're not going to run out of time. And if you do, so, that's okay. Should I have a talk with my, my member and be like, yo, let's just shoot for triplets. <laughs> be like, yo. I wish, I wish they could have seen my face. <laughs> like, should I have a talk with like, yo, cause twins run in my family. So. Mine too. I was conv- I was not convinced until that baby came out. Like I was waiting for them to say, "Oh, here's another, here's another one." one I was holding my breath. Like I could not, bruh. Yeah, my mom I can't let go. My mom told me a story about them thinking I was a twin. Oh man, yeah, that would have been awful. I'm girl. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you got me fucked up, man. God That's harsh damn. language for your friend. Yeah, yeah Is that how you talk to your friends. Yes. Yes. I wouldn't know. Uh, oh, now, so, um, now you know. I mean, here's the thing about multiples. Multiples is a whole nother ball game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, man, just bless the child to have three of them at a time. Yeah. Um, Maybe just two and stop. Like, I would be cool with just two. Like, I, I would be thankful for just one. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not... I understand that, like, the risk that is involved mm-hmm. and like you said, in regards to pregnancy. And I am well aware of how the health system discriminates against mm-hmm. black people in general, specifically Somebody, double my double minority black woman. send you a message and yeah. tell you to adopt. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm not against either. But um, are you against you? Why you give me that look? Um, I'm not against adoption. I think adoption is a beautiful thing. Okay. Um, but I don't think some people are prepared for what come what can potentially come along with adoption. I think you'll be okay though. Yeah. I think that you could accept whatever genetic um outcomes a child would have. And I'm not talking about like physically, I'm talking about like mentally, emotionally, and the different uh, yeah, types yeah, yeah. of trauma we carry in our DNA. Yeah. So people just have to be ready for that. Yeah. I barely think people be ready to have their own kids. So Yeah. I mean you can't ever be if you've never gone through it, you can't be Mm-mm. fully ready for it. But I'm fully okay being the potential I'm thirty two now, so Man, you getting old thirty four I would say you I'm, you at least need to start by like 36. I'm cool with that. Okay. I'm cool with that. So we got to get you turned around. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, right now, uh, I'm not in the game per se. Okay. Um, giving myself some time there. And then, you know. How long are you going to get yourself? That's a good question. So... Looking at everything that's happened, mm-hmm. um, end of the year, end of this year, before it's time to like today to put the jersey back on for real, for real. That's a good time frame, yeah, yeah. That's end of the year, give, give me a year, that's respectable. Give me a year, you're not even gonna drag you. I don't give like a fuck. They did Lauren London, and she wasn't even pregnant. I don't give a fuck. I said that on the last podcast. Um, until you've gone through it, you well, I know. You know, I've been through it. So, <laughs> yeah. and I was young. Yeah, so. you can't you can't say shit to me. Yeah, <laughs> you can't speak to me about it. 
You can't comment on it or how I should move. You know um, what? And it's crazy because y'all have so many common friends. People are going to be happy for you. Yeah. They're going to drag her, whoever she is. Mm-hmm. She's going to have to be tough. Yeah. It's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll be nice. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, though. Like, if we keeping it a buck, those are um, tough shoes to follow. Yeah. Because... <laughs> She didn't fucking play when it came to me, bro. Like, like so, so, um, you know, I'm not expecting it to be the same. It shouldn't be the same. Um, I've taken what I've learned from that and applied it to moving forward. Like I said on the last episode, um, she she left left me with some nuggets. She left me in a good place, and um, and she would want you to be happy for sure. For sure. And, um, you know, I had her back through whatever. So um, there's something to say about that. There's There are, there are um, women that will probably prey on that and be like. Yeah, because uh, women are savage. <laughs> I don't care what anybody yeah. say. Women can be vicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are women that will probably prey on that and be like, I saw how you was moving, you know, in this situation. So. Whatever, but they understand you got to be there to get that. Yeah, yeah. Like I gave that because we were reciprocating. It was right. a two way street, you know. And then guess what? As much as motherfuckers want to be like, want to glorify relationships and shit like that, that shit is work. Don't I know? <laughs> no, <laughs> that shit is work, bro. Is like, like I think you take like the regular work of a relationship, and then you combine that with like the. The past um, that myself and my boyfriend had, and it make a relationship hard. Yeah, and and in the same way you said, like people try to prey on that. People see your partner being a good partner and be like, "Why not me? Let's do this." Or I still want to be all, all kind of great. People crazy relationships <laughs> are hard, yeah, bro. It's work. Like, and I'm a Sagittarius. We like to get the fuck on about our business. <laughs> Like yeah, you know that's why I'm yeah. staying home, baby mom, right now. I, I'm I'm not I can't. I, um, I stay at home with my child. My partner works. I almost quoted Drake, but if I said, "Oh, he would kill me," yeah, uh, don't you do know it. what I was going to say. <laughs> don't <laughs> um, do it. Don't but do he it. takes great care of our family so that I'm able to be a doula because doulas don't make a lot of money. So, mm-hmm. um, and be at home with my child all the time. Like, I'm always there. I don't have to be away from him for eight hours a day. I don't know how people go back to work. Like, mm. that's bizarre to me. Mm. But it's okay, though. You deserve, you can have you a stay-at-home baby mama. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind. I mean, I'm cool with that, man. You got, you got me fucking doing this on the podcast. Are you going to pay all the bills? Motherfucker's going to pull this shit. Are you going to pay all the bills? I'm fine with that. Really? Yeah, you don't need a woman to go fifty. See, this is the part of the 70, podcast. 30, Hold on, wait. This 64. is wait, 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 wait. This is the part that I don't get to do often on the podcast. Well, motherfuckers ask me shit or whatever. I'm cool with that. Oh, you knew I was gonna ask you a question. Oh yeah, I'm we could cool do a whole that. episode of me just asking you. Questions. Just like, you got questions to ask me. I'm sure people have questions to ask. Uh, me. Yeah, they probably do. Yeah, but I'm cool with that. But that's a discussion we have to have because I need to know if you're okay with that. We didn't have that discussion. You just was just like, nah, I'm staying at home. I'm cooking. I'm cleaning. I'm cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a baby. Yeah. Um. I, and I have to say it's by choice, but I have sex on demand. Okay. Now, if I want to say no, I'm going to say no, and he's okay with that. But it's. Not you say I had that dick on the table. Listen. <laughs> oh shit! You be like, but the baby. I just put the. Baby. I don't care. <sighs> okay, let's go in the other room real quick. <sighs> Get grab the monitor, like. But um, it's I think too often people don't understand there's another side to being a stay at home partner mm-hmm. and to that it, it comes with a yeah a home like home I, I is like, a job I say all the time I see why them white bitches like demanded <laughs> to be able to go to work this shit rough <laughs> that wasn't nice I shouldn't have said that. he said these white I mean hey 
But still, like, I understand why they was like, no, I'm going to work. You got me fucked up. You think I'm going to be at home all day. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a lot of work. I like. Well, you can kind of see that during all the shit that's going on now, like pandemic wise, yeah. being forced to stay home and, you Just know, be with being in the house. I mean, like, fuck. Like, it's hard. And then when you add in, like, making breakfast and dinner every day. Yeah. Um, it becomes work. And you got to clean up, mm-hmm. you got to mop. Like mm. mopping when you both at home all day. Mm. You know how many times how often you gotta mop? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. So like you have to really be prepared for that. Like sometimes I I almost rather go back to full time work and pay some bills and like let him wash a dish. <laughs> Bust a sud real fast. Real I'm, quick. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Um I buy groceries though. Okay, I, I like. I feel like people need to know I do financially contribute to my household. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's the part that a lot of people think when you say stay at home and like, oh, you always say you don't contribute nothing. Like they think in terms of financial, in terms of financially, like I'm the one paying the bills, buying the groceries, and making he likes sure snacks. Da-da-da. So, so my grocery bill kind of high. It's layers. It's it's not it's as <laughs> it's not as surface as people. It's not. Make it's it not. Seem. And it's okay. I I prefer yeah. it this way. He prefers it this way. Um but you really got to be ready for that. Mm-hmm. It's not easy by any means. Yeah. And some days I'll be like I'm going to go get a job. I ain't going to tell nobody. <laughs> and the other day I asked him I was like if I get a job I got to pay bills. And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "That doesn't sound good." Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Gonna just you just gonna keep your money, yeah. And pay for vacations. <laughs> just keep your money. Like I buy clothes when we need clothes. Okay. Like we need. Well, I don't buy clothes. If he needs like tank tops and underwear and stuff, I pay for that. You know. Okay. If we going on a trip, I pay for that. Like my money does something. Yeah. I'm just not paying the bills in this house where I got to screw up toilets. Okay. Yeah. I'm not the help. It's all it's all relative to your situation, but you gotta you gotta talk about that. Motherfuckers don't be wanting to talk about shit. People don't talk about anything. Nah. You know, have you seen where Kevin Hart was like he just like to leave it up there and let it go away? That's men. Just like y'all just put it up there. <laughs> petty. <laughs> <laughs> so petty. Nah, and then I'll be like, no, like. I'll be back to talk about that. That's me. I mean, like, we'll talk about it. We ain't got to talk about it now. We got to figure it out. You, like, you don't even have to figure it out, James. You have to, like, say everything you have to say, even if it's no conclusion. (laughs) As long as you said what you had to say. I am not going to aimlessly talk. I am. I like to solve the problem. Do you? You you act like like I don't. No, I don't. You act like I get bothered by a lot. I don't get bothered by a lot. You don't, but when you bothered, like oh yeah, when I'm bothered yeah, because exactly. yeah, because exactly. like it don't take. I don't get bothered by much, but if something bothered me, like oh no, nah, like all right, you don't want to talk about this right now. And that's cool, but like nah, we ain't just gonna let this this fester. Like nah, no, it just goes away. If you don't talk about that's it, that's not how this works. It just blows in the wind. Just, <laughs> I'm like a man. It just blows in the wind. Just let no, it go. It's okay. We no, don't have to talk about anything. It's not. It's not how any of this works. But it does work. You know how many people in relationships you, with people they you. don't talk about problems with? That can't be me. I've 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 I I've seen the other side, put it that way. So I just can't. Sure. Me personally. Sure. Me personally. Can't let nothing go. I can. Okay. I just I literally just said for me to bring something up means it has to really be bothering me. Okay. Don't don't do, don't get on my platform <laughs> and act like I'm difficult. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that'll be. <laughs> I, you're not difficult. You are a very nice, giving, caring person, right? Mm-hmm. Um, anybody who knows you knows that. But if you mad or you irritated, like motherfuckers gonna feel it. That's and that. like you're not a person somebody can just have a conversation with and be like, okay, I understand that. I'm sorry. Like, no, if you're not like visibly showing <laughs> that you're sorry, hey. like you like Faith Hill. She got the song. She like, if you could cry just a little for me, 
Like that's you. Like <laughs> motherfuckers gotta have the same feelings you got. Hey. Even if they don't, like hey. you're not gonna let that shit ride. Like, nah, bro. That's the that's 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 big definitely big Capricorn energy. Yeah, yeah. and I'm a Sagittarius, so yeah. I'm your yeah. None of this shit. Yeah, like, that, no, we just, yeah, no, we just go. I ain't gonna like, sit up here. I, I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't I'm gonna, gonna go. act like you totally lying. So, no. but yeah, yeah, no, you'll you'll no, know you'll old. know when I'm irked. No, Big old. time. It's okay. It's all right. I just I I agreed with you. See? But you said you know like I'm totally lying. I'm totally telling the truth. Mm, okay. We 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 can agree to. Agree. She's 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 accurate. Put it that way. Thank you. All I needed. All right. Next topic. Well, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out of topics. You done? I'm done. You're done. Yeah. You you good? I'm straight. You sure? I don't got nothing else to say. You sure? I don't have anything else to say because then they're gonna be like, Kyra and James arguing on the podcast. Mm. We ain't arguing. We're having conversation yeah. between two pretty well, real well rounded people. That was that St. Louis trying to jump out. Well, well. Fuck. What did I say? I said something the other day. Oh, I can't think of it. It fucked me up for five minutes. I was a brush, 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 brush. I cannot remember what it was. <laughs> I was doing a tongue twister on TikTok the other day. And I was struggling. What's up with you in this t- these TikToks? That's your vibe I'll be bored. Now? That's your lane? I'll be bored. That's your lane? How many followers you got on TikTok now? None. You don't post a TikTok? Not every day. I do post a TikTok, but I don't have a lot of followers. Do you be like using hashtags? Uh, so, so so the thing with that I really be doing it to like I be bored mm-hmm. And like You know I'm I'm silly So like I'm like I'm gonna get this shit off So I find like a voiceover Or something funny I'll be like Fuck it I'm just gonna recreate that That's all You got You should First of all I'm addicted to cleaning TikTok um, I just wanna say that For anybody out there Who like Likes to clean Or hates to clean Okay you can't be in the middle. You got to either love it or hate it. Okay. Cleaning TikTok is an amazing place, especially refrigerator organization TikTok. Like, it is the most amazing. Like, just when you get home, I want you to look at those videos. And I want you to tell me how long you go down, down that rabbit hole. <laughs> like, the dude going to pop up and tell you, like, you've been on TikTok too long. So, but you should use your hashtags. Well, I do use and get like a following, and more people can hear your. Podcast. I do hashtag like and then the you can podcast, get your club and then like, um, like for FYP and that little goofy shit or whatever. But um, use all of them. Like, where this shit out? <laughs> I'll be trying to figure. That, so that's like a whole different topic. But like, I'll be really just wanting to post my shit and go, and like whoever finds it finds it. But the way the algorithms are set up on these sites. It's not like it's going to get to people, the people I want to see or the people that follow me immediately. Oh, That's why I'd be so irked with like Instagram and shit like okay. that. Instagram, I think they're trying to kill Instagram. I have a whole like conspiracy theory about this. And they're trying to kill Instagram because there's no reason that algorithm is that fucked up. That algorithm is <laughs> like, fucked. I can go right now and find some shit from three days ago, but won't see some shit somebody just posted five minutes ago. Yeah. It's fucked up. But TikTok has like one of the best algorithms. I just think that whoever owns TikTok needs to stay the fuck away from Mark Zuckerberg. Like mm. he will drag it down to the pits of hell. <laughs> but it's really good. It's a, it's a really good algorithm. And I watched this girl. And she's like, how to get more followers on TikTok? You basically post, you get off. It's gonna send you like a notification. Make sure your notifications on. Click your notification. Go back in and go right back out. And it's gonna keep pushing notifications because they want you to spend more time on the app. And she said that, and I did that shit, and I was like, "Wow, it worked." And I had to, yeah. But then I had to delete my busted video. Oh, I forgot you did do I it. Did, but I'm a mama now. <laughs> you are a mama when you did it. I, I know. That's why I deleted it. But that's, but that's you though. Like I know. we were just talking about mamas are people. Mamas are people. It is me. I'm. I'm. It was me. <laughs> it is. You. I'm. I'm trying to find that like. It, that you're both. That like you can be both. Twerk queen. You can be both. Turn up Tina energy. I'm trying to find it again. You can be both. I'm working on it. It's okay. We're gonna see. I'm gonna have a half birthday party again this year, so we're gonna see what the vibe is. Hmm. You're invited, James. I'm. I'm outside. We outside. <laughs> I'm outside. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get my vaccine. I'm, I'm outside. outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, be outside. I'm gonna get the zombie pack. And I'm. I'm outside. supposed to go today. I'm still waiting. 
I, I, I was supposed to go today and um, I like woke up with some sinus problems. And so you really shouldn't get any kind of injection like that if you're already fighting mm-hmm. something off. So I just said, oh, well, it wasn't meant to be. I want the Johnson & Johnson in a way. Like, give me the Pfizer directly mm. into my vein. Please. Thank yeah. you. Like, I'm still I, I eat American cheese. Well, not anymore, but I used to eat American cheese. <laughs> what so. do you eat now? Nothing? Lactose intolerant? You like okay, first of all, I'm lactose intolerant, but I don't. I just don't eat American cheese. cheese. Gouda? I'm like a cheese snob these days. Like, like A fresh charcuterie that, that gets you going? Yeah. I got a board. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I'm gonna have to like send you pictures of my board when you I got charcuterie going, man. Yeah, a charcuterie is what somebody called it the other day. Charcuterie. I was like, it's not a charcuterie. So I can say charcuterie, but I can't say well well rounded. Can you say brewery? Brewery. I don't even know if you said it right because I brewery. Can say it. Brewery. So St. Louis. Brewery. That's my tattoo is. Yeah. The uh, what's the name though? Was uh. A box of mixed biscuits and a biscuit mixer. A box. I of, got it now. A box of mixed. A box. What? <laughs> <laughs> a box of mixed biscuits and a biscuit mixer. A box of mixed biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See. Yeah. Okay. I'm done. Yeah. I'm not gonna keep yeah. trying. I don't, yeah. I don't like challenging things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People, this, this is on record. So. The St. Louis jumped out of me in that video too. Because I was fucked. I couldn't get it. Cause it was a it's a girl on TikTok that was saying it, and then I just did a duet, a box of mixed biscuits and a biscuit mixer. No, I'm okay. That's okay. another place I like cooking TikTok. Cook, yeah, man, niggas be chefing. Bigger <laughs> niggas what? be chefing. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. like my favorite one is the girl. Uh, we got food at home, and mm. so she just like makes shit that you can get like a fast food places. Yeah, and she be like. So this is so and so, and I told y'all we got food at home today. We making the chicken nuggets from Chick Fil A. She make them. I be like, okay, yeah. The ones I got introduced to cooking TikTok by the nigga that go, you hungry? Let's make a snack. Yeah, that nigga. That nigga nigga be cooking. Yeah, yeah, these niggas be cooking on here on TikTok and like twenty thousand, thirty thousand followers. Mm -hmm. You gotta use your hashtags. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm going to, like, out. make some hashtags, and I'm going to send them to you. And all you have to do is just copy and paste. That'll do. Kim did that for me. For my When I used to make waist beads, she just put a whole button. I was like, this is the easiest shit ever. I'm going to need them for Instagram, too. Well, I'm only going to do one thing at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Can, provide me with the TikTok ones first, please. I'll cover the Instagram ones. I got to. Pretty decent set. What friends are for? Yeah, I appreciate it. So let them know where they can reach out to you if they want to um, um, ask about or inquire about your services. My website is www.thedivineflowerchild.com. Those are standard words. Y'all know how to spell them. <laughs> um, my Instagram is um, underscore Kai the Good Witch. We ain't talk about no witchcraft today. Mm-hmm. We should have. Um, what else? What else I got? That's it, really. You can find me on Facebook at Kyra Best Doula. I'm finally using my actual last name on Facebook. Yeah. And um, I wish I knew my business number. I tell it to y'all. 314-329-5003. See? Look at that. That's my business Kicking line. that. But that is not for the birth creeps. The fuck is a birth creep? Oh, it's a type of fetish where people are really into like birth, but like full of baby birth, like overdue pregnancy and birth. And they'll like text you and they'll say, oh, my name's Amy. Um... And I was just, I'm looking for a doula. And you say, okay, well, how can I help you? Oh, I'm 42 weeks pregnant. Or I was due, like, today is what, March 8th? They'll say, oh, I was due February 20th. And so I just really, I'm wondering if you could send me some text help. I really, I didn't budget for a doula. And they want you to talk about, like, having a baby. It's weird. You niggas is weird. They're very weird. But you know what I've started doing? I just send them my cash app. Mm Mm-hmm. You send me my money, I will talk to you about birth, sir. Have they? Yeah. You niggas is weird. Yeah. I got hundred dollars last <laughs> you week. You niggas is weird. I got hundred dollars last week. Yes, I did. 
Ugh. I was like, oh, I just can't work for free, but I would love to help you. And then um, they sent me $50 and then sent me another $50 when it was over. I guess it was very nice, fulfilling for him. You niggas are weird. Shit, man, y'all get weird. <sighs> y'all just get weirder and weirder, weird. bro. Yeah, people are very weird. They have a lot of fish. And I'm not here to kink shame, so... If that's your thing, nah. 314-329-5003. I ain't going to fuck up your I'll money. talk to you there about you being full of baby. You're big. Yo. Overdue. Okay. Full of baby. Can we, we, you're done. You're done. You're fucking done. Anyway, all the information will be in the description of the podcast. Uh, so make sure you check her out. If you want to inquire about any services or want to get some information, she'll definitely point you. She'll point you in the right direction. I I am very alarmed. I know it's okay. I have a a doula podcast coming in May. See and look, doula bean and look and look. You did your you you so nervous and an hour almost an hour and a half and passed. I just know you and you might have asked me something crazy I had no answer to. Well, I'm, I don't typically ask like first time guests nothing crazy. That's okay. I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna ask you questions. Let me know when you're ready. I'm going to prepare questions. I want to reach out to friends of ours and get questions. <laughs> I'm gonna come prepared. But you know what? <clears throat> Let me look at my calendar here. Ooh, we uh, I will hit you with a date. I okay. got a date. We're gonna do bet, it. Gonna do bet, bet, say less. So, uh, yeah, like I said, all the information will be in the description of the podcast. Uh, again, thank you for listening and supporting the Henny Nights podcast. Until next time, I'll holler at y'all later. Peace. I'm sipping wine sip, sip. in a robe. I look too good, look too good to be alone. Ooh. My house clean, house clean. my pool warm. Just shake smooth like a newborn. We should be dancing, romancing in the east wing and the west wing of this mansion. What's happening? I am playing no games. Every word that I say is coming straight from my heart. So. Thank you.